Hey, it's the Ringer NBA Show. We are taping this on a Thursday early afternoon West Coast time. OKC San Antonio is tonight. We will not have a take on that, but we do have Kevin Clark, formerly of the Wall Street Journal, now of the Ringer. Uh, one of, one of uh, I think, the best football writers in the country, but you're also, more importantly, an Orlando Magic fan. I'm the one. You're the only Orlando Magic fan I've ever met. I love basketball. I wrote a 700-page book about basketball. I worked on basketball shows. I've written hundreds of basketball comps. I don't think I've ever met a Magic fan, and they fired their coach today after a year, and we were just sitting around, and I was like, instead of just talking about it in the office, let's just turn the podcast on for 10 minutes. I don't say this lightly. This is the best day of my life. Great. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. Skiles, Skiles got fired or because you get the resigned. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, because Skiles is gone. He's out Great. of my life. Yeah. A guy who allegedly develops young players who where there's no evidence that he does that. <laughs> he uh, just ruins their lives. Yeah, he just makes their lives harder and worse. Uh, he's allegedly defense first. Again, no evidence of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was the wrong coach. He was he was for that team. Naming Skiles the coach of a young raw team would be similar to like taking the Star Wars franchise and giving it to a guy who just hated scenes in outer space. That's where we were at with Skiles. It <laughs> uh, spaceships. Yeah. Wow. It was that bad. Yeah. It, it was. It just. Who's, who did he ruin the most? Oladipo. I still believe in Oladipo. I would be trading for Oladipo right I now. I think. The, well, first of all, I think the power struggle between he and Hennigan resulted in a Tobias Harris, you know, push out. Push out. It was a mistake. Yeah, bringing in two Skiles retreads, Jennings and Ilyasova, for no reason. For at no all. no reason, except there was pressure to make the playoffs. Um, there was a weird thought that went around that they weren't closing out games they were playing these late you know uh blow it in the last 30 second games oh we need veterans who can who can right put us over the finish totally. line that didn't work they no. got much worse um they were almost mo- almost over in january i think um yeah. alfred payton's confidence was shot after a while because the problem was the interior defense and everyone knew it but then there'd be interviews and they say scott well, what's up with the interior defense and he'd say well, Alfred Payton's not playing good enough defense, so they're coming full speed at Vukovic. So, any chance Skiles got, he, he uh, threw. Do you think he was Payton jealous of Alfred us. Payton's hair? I, I mean, Skiles it has, has to no be a little hair. bit, right? That's Skiles what I mean. has zero hair. He had so to be any, very resentful. He, he's already probably jealous of everyone with hair. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here comes a point guard who's young, beautiful, athletic, with a huge, Giant beautiful, mane. floppy bunch of hair. So, yeah, I would say that it was. N- 98% the uh, defensive lapses and 2% the hair. It's when you have a young team like that and it's the wrong coach. Yeah. It's almost like being a parent watching your kids in a situation yeah. that like they're on some carnival ride and you realize they're too young for it or something. And it's just a nerve wracking season. I'm sure it was like that for you. Yeah. I watch every game and, and it's kind of like being stuck with the TV show that you just know is not going anywhere. Like yeah. the last like three seasons of, of seasons Entourage. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Why? Except imagine if you're watching the last three seasons of Entourage, but you knew it was going to go on for another 50 seasons. Yeah. That, that's sort of what watching the, the magic is like. So they have to figure out where they're going from here. What was the ideal lineup? Because every time I watched sure. them, I found like they never had the right lineup, but I liked their players. Like I even like Channing Fry for them. Yeah. But well, I don't know, like, who should Channing Fry have played with on that team? Yeah, well, Channing Fry was supposed to set screens for the shooters, uh, like Mario Hazonia, okay? Who but he Ma- buried. Who he buried. And Mario Hazonia was never on the court. 
and he couldn't play defense. He wasn't taught defense. By the way, defense first coach, not teaching right. his own. He had to play Nobody defense. Nobody knew how to play defense. Um, and so it was an, a team that never fit together. Hennigan's really good at collecting assets, but I don't think he thought the whole thing through. The lineup... I mean, you know, you could play Gordon. It sounds like Sam Hankey, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it's just like you're just buying things at yeah. Best Buy and you're not thinking about if they all belong in the yeah. same room. I think the thing starts to fall apart when you consider that Vukovic can't really play much defense and then he's not fast enough to play the four um, or, or, or really play anywhere outside the five. Is, uh, he, is he officially like a good stats, bad, bad team guy? Like he's going to put up his 17 and 10, but you're going to win 30 games. And that's yeah. just how it goes. He, Danny Chow, the other day, one of our, our editors here at The Ringer, compared him to a very, very rich man's Enos Cantor. So I was going to ask that yeah. because I always, when I look at guys on bad teams and I wonder if it's just they're destined to be in a bad team, or you look at somebody like Enos Cantor, yeah. it's like, all right, so if you put Vucevic in that Enos Cantor spot, could he bang bodies? Could he have played with Steven Adams? Like, I don't know if he could have played with Steven Adams, but no. I think some of the skills he had, he has, could have translated that way, right? Or am I? Yeah, no, he has a good mid-range game. There's a lot of things he can do, but I just—he's certainly not the best player on a top four Eastern Conference team. That's not going to happen. And right now, he is the best player in the Magic. So, and you're paying him like 15 million a year, right? Exactly. Which and you in a couple play him with years. Fry? No, I, I I don't think that that was working. Again, there were there were too many defensive lapses. Um, and again, part of that, Skyles probably had a point that the guys are going full speed at the basket because <laughs> so it's a problem. Because, because uh, Peyton was probably having some lapses. Hazonia really was struggling the first the first half of the year. I mean, I think the roster made so little sense. There were games in. November, I think, where Shabazz Napier was getting fourth quarter crunch time plays called to him because he was the only guy who could shoot a basketball. He's a slash and kick shooter. Yeah, and, yeah. and Napier fell out of the rotation shortly thereafter, but like there just wasn't the guy, there wasn't the Hito Turkoglu like we had five years ago who was going to say, okay, there's two minutes left, I'm going to carry the ball up the court and I'm going to make a, a quick three. There's just not that guy on the team. So you had a big man who re- really can't be the only big man if yeah. you play small ball, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have Channing Fry, who's a screen and pop guy, yeah. but you have no shooter. No shooter. To be the guy who shoots so that the defense just goes with Channing Fry. And then you have a team that can't shoot. Right. No outside shooting except the guy who can't get on the court and who's on you. So why isn't this Rob Hennigan's fault? It's not. Okay, so it, it is Rob Hennigan's fault in a limited okay. sense, which is that he put together a team that doesn't make sense. And, and he was hoping that that a coach could bring the best out of them and maybe Hazonia is the shooter who develops and then the the, the backcourt Oladipo and Peyton develop as as, as could you play better the, superstars. Could you play Hazonia and Oladipo together as a backcourt? I think you could have, yes. Hazonia also... Because they tried Oladipo a point guard They and tried Oladipo point guard. He was fine. Hazonia has floated something that I think no one is giving an, enough attention to, which is he says that point guard is his natural position. Ooh. So he said that in, I think, December, okay? Let's take that at face value. If Mario Hazonia is quick enough and can guard point guards, probably not. Probably not. But if you could develop into something like that, you, you would be. You have an absolute freak playing point guard. And remember, the Magic had Hito Turkoglu playing point guard for for large swaths of the of the final season in two thousand nine. Okay, they they had that tradition there of having, and also, I mean, Penny Hardaway was an amazing tall point guard. Um, we had that 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 tradition there. Um, I just think you might want to get a little more creative with Hazonia and find out ways to put him on the floor. And I didn't think Skiles wanted to do that. So Hazonia, Oladipo, 
Where does Gordon play, in your opinion? Is he a small ball five? Is he a four? He's not a three. No, he's not a three. three he's, he, he is athletic enough to carry a unit yeah. at, at the five. We like Aaron Gordon. I, love, I, he killed the Celtics a couple times. We love Aaron Gordon. He's developing a little bit of a mid-range game. He's athletic. Um, he, he's, he's an energetic defender. I love Aaron Gordon. I think so the he's, future of your piece. team is the backcourt oh, with yeah. Aaron Gordon and your lottery pick. And all these other guys figure that part out later. If we can get an interior defender at 11... Assuming we stay at 11. Is that your pick? Yeah. Why don't you have a better pick? Uh, we won too much in the first half of the season. I didn't realize you were all the way at 11. Yeah. Oh, no. But there's two so good... So Skiles really hurt you. We knocked Skiles. you back like seven Well, they spots. won 10 more games than they did under Jacques Vaughn. They, they, they won, but I think... Ja- but Jacques Vaughn was like... I mean, it's like having a corpse. They, have, like, you could add like this foam microphone thing we're talking into, and he probably would have won 20 games like Jacques Vaughn did. The only thing Scott Skiles improved on is that he was a better, the 10 games, and he was a better guest on the coach's show, on the coach's radio important. show. Yeah. You can't sleep on that. No. No, I, I always like, like even Brad Stevens, I enjoy his pregame shows, even though he's like a politician the whole time. But when you have a shitty coach, it's really yeah. bad. No, a great Magic Drive Time guest. I remember when uh, I did a game once where I was in the booth mm-hmm. and we met with the coaches beforehand when Keith Smart was the Warriors interim coach. And uh, it was pretty rough. Yeah. Just in, just kind of, hey, Keith, so what do you see? And, and he was talking and I was like, wow, I could probably, we could have picked fans out of the stands who would have had more insightful opinions on this game. And then, uh, but I've also been in the thing like with Popovich. Yeah. When you're in the trust circle, because for some reason, if you're announcing the game, you're in the trust circle. And he was amazing. I've heard that Belichick. Like amazing. Belichick, Belichick is, is amazing. the all-time greatest production meeting coach, if he wants to be. Oh, if he wants to be. Oh, yeah. And I've heard Belichick and Popovich are like the greatest dinner companions of all time. Oh, yeah. If it's like off the record, we're drinking wine. Nobody knows. It's like those are the best. Yeah. So your dream scenario. Oof. You want to keep. So who do you want to keep on this team? You I want still to keep believe the in, I still believe in Oladipo, and I still believe that Alfred Payton has a role on a good team. So he's like a seventh man, maybe. Yeah, energetic, third second guard? unit guy. Yeah, third guard. Um, he's long. I, I I feel like he can play on a good team. I think you build around Aaron Gordon. I think Oladipo. You build around Aaron Gordon. I think oh, no. so. Well, what are you going to get? It's too bad you don't have any Magic fans to talk to about this. Would they disagree with me? Or? No, I don't know. Okay. I, I actually agree with you. Yeah, I mean, he, he is going to be... He, him and Hazonia are the pieces that have to develop if this rebuild is going to make any sense at all. Because they're not going to get a superstar at 11. No, no. one's going to come... I mean... Do you have cap space? Tons of cap you space. You traded Harris. That was, Harris was... That was a cap space move. But so everybody has cap space this summer. That's the problem. So Harris is basically... You bought... Uh, Mercedes yeah. at the dealership and four months later you're like I'm just going to return this I don't like yeah. the car well we had to match the offer just to keep the asset but how did you not know during the summer that you didn't like Tobias Harris that must have been Skiles that was so, so Skiles had Harris in Milwaukee and hated him and so then they, and then all of a sudden you ended up with him again yeah exactly and so then they had to go through this weird dance where Skiles said I have no problem with Tobias Harris he's Meanwhile, great. he yeah I love, love him he was you know did everything that was asked of him meanwhile Skiles basically begged Milwaukee to get rid of him. And that's why Harris, he was just thrown into a J.J. Redick rental trade. I'm not, I, I was on the Tobias Harris Island, and I'm, I'm not sure now. I'm wavering. I might, I might leave. I'm He's okay. I'm my condo. He's okay. I do condo. think he was good enough to 
sucker a team into giving up more than Brandon Jennings and Ursino yeah. Silva. That's for he, sure. And why not like wait Mark for Keith the summer? Moore, Mike Keith Morris got a like a lottery protected pick. Yeah. They got him for that. He's I feel like they're in the same phylum of forwards. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you couldn't make more than two calls on that. Who do you want as your next coach? Frank Vogel. Okay. I just want an adult. I would just like to see some of these players actually be developed. You know, uh, he, Vogel actually took some of those guys in India and made them into actual players. Uh, I, I just, I just feel like that would be. A great, a great fit. I think David Blatt's out there. I think he'd be good. So you win over Israel. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Already, That's a big win. Orlando is a Julian very Littman. international market. You yeah, know, a lot of tourists and stuff. So you know, you get the, you, you get some 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 fans from Israel. Like, we could do that. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to make your pitch to Frank Vogel. Frank. Frank. Uh, this is Kevin Clark talking. He's making a pitch for you. Frank. No state income tax. Oh, no good state one. income I like tax. I started with that. Beautiful golf courses. I don't know if you're a golfer. He, Beautiful. He probably is. It probably is. Beautiful. We'll get you an Isle's worth. I think Bubba Watson's selling his house. Just move you in there. Um, young team, new building. Alfred Payton is ready to be developed. The, Mario Hazoni, his confidence is an all time low. He's already been broken down. It's your job to build him back up. You can do it. Uh, trade chips everywhere because no one is untouchable. And the 11th pick, you can take whoever you want. Build a future here. It's a, it's a very good franchise with lots of, of uh, a tradition of superstars. Shaq, Penny, T-Mac, Dwight I Howard. Like, I like what you did there. You didn't throw on Grant Hill. Grant, Grant Hill was a superstar who played for the Magic. He was not a superstar okay, on fair, the Magic. Fair. We've also had Sean Kemp. Fair. You know, it's, we just happened to pay, pay you more had Vince for Carter. Grant. We had Vince Carter, yeah. Hito Turkoglu. Magic legend. You had one of the great PED teams that's ever happened. You had two guys who were involved with PEDs, and Lord knows how many more. Right, and then who the, knows? The third player in that ring was Dwight Howard, who had a stickum scandal. Oh, that's true. You yeah. had multiple scandals. There's no one who's clean in that team. Your your uh, your two highlights in the history of the franchise were the Nick Anderson game mm-hmm. and Courtney Lee missing the alley oop. Well, we did win a finals game in 2009. Oh, nice. We, we beat the Lakers in game three. Is it a weird opinion to say that uh, I didn't feel like you were that far away from that Lakers team? Like, if they played that series 10 times, I think like at least four of the versions go to seven games. This is the argument I make when I'm three drinks in at every bar. Great. I, I just can't grab wait. people. Let's save that. Okay. Let's save that. Okay. Wait, that should be a Joe, that should be a podcast for us, irrational fan arguments. Because <laughs> I think there's a world in where the Magic yeah. win two of those 10 times in the finals and oh. four go to a game seven. And you don't need to convince me of this. Yeah. And we I, almost I won the Lakers in played L.A. in game one, so we could have won yeah. in game seven in L.A. You kind of went toe-to-toe with yeah. them. By the way, the best moment in, in Magic history, Richard hit a three in game uh, game six of the uh, – I'm sorry, game four of the 2009 East Finals against the right. against the Cavs. I was going to say you beat LeBron in yeah. his, at his first apex, and you beat MJ in Stan a playoff Van series, Gundy, which nobody did Stan in the Stan Van 90s. Gundy's performance against LeBron in 2009 was one of the underrated coaching performances. Was great. He just let him score and just said, we're going to take away the rest of the roster, which was Wally Zerbiak and yep. God knows who else, Anderson Varejao, and, and it, was, it was genius. And Dwight was really good in those playoffs. Very good. Young Dwight, Dwight was, was very good. We had an argument, Chris Ryan, remember and I, about whether Dwight's a Hall of Famer. I think he's 100% yeah. a Hall of Famer. And I think that people don't realize it was the matchup problems that got the Magic to that finals because no one could handle Rashard, Hedo, and Dwight. Too many Rashard tall guys. Great. Unbelievable. And I think 
Hito's ability to, to handle the ball really screwed with teams. They didn't know what to do. Like, here comes some 6'11 guy who can pull up and take a three at, at any point. Plus, I look at that team like I look at like the 1976 East German track and field team <laughs> where it's just, you know, there's so much, the science that went into that team really made it magical. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, you want to plug your Andrew Luck interview? Yeah, Andrew Luck interview dropping Thursday night. Uh, we talk about his life. Uh, he started a book club. He's got some weird interests. We talk about that. Plus, we talk about the very interesting 2015 Indianapolis Colts season in which basically anything that went wrong, that, anything that could go wrong went wrong. And uh, we, we get into it all. That's going to be on the Ringer NFL show. And here's a quick clip. Oh, Kevin, it's an honor to be on the Ringer NFL show. Thanks for having me. Great. That was a clip from the Andrew Luck show. That was the best part. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, that's the Ringer NFL show. You can subscribe to that feed now. You can read Kevin when we launch the Ringer. He's going to be kicking ass for us, and it's really fun to work with you. Glad to be here. All right. Check out uh, the Ringer NBA show, The Watch. Keep it at 1600. And this is the Ringer NBA show. You can subscribe to all these feeds on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, everywhere else. This was a quickie NBA show. Enjoy the basketball tonight. Thanks, Joe Fuentes. Thank you.